the country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. Joining me on the show now is Ontario's own Ryan Laird. He has a brand new single out called Wear Me Out, and we will play that here on the show. Uh, we'll also talk about his bigger-than-that youth empowerment events that happen at schools, and he talks to kids, plays music, and it's a wonderful, positive uh, movement that he is a part of. Let's uh, welcome him now to the show, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Dave. It's great to be on your show again. Thank you. Great to have you back again. And we had a chance to run into each other. Uh, London, Ontario, the CCMAs back in September at one of the many uh, parties they had there, a label party. It was, it was great to see you. Yeah, it was great to see you too there. The Canadian Country Music Awards uh, festivities are always uh, one of my favorite times of year, as I'm sure it is for you and many of the Canadian country music industry. It's that time when we all get to, to get together and catch up with friends in the industry and uh see how everybody's been doing that year and uh and usually share a beverage as well <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> that goes hand in hand uh, literally uh but uh, you're right yes. there's, and there's so many great things that are part of that week uh networking of course and one of the things i love is the songwriting events i had a chance to check out a few songwriting rounds and uh, just terrific to hear a songwriter sing a song that uh you know sometimes is a big hit on the radio yeah, you know, we have so many, uh, an abundance of talent across our, our great nation and in Canada. And, uh, you know, at the CCMAs, as you noted, uh, the songwriter events are one of a kind. And it's it's a great opportunity to uh, see both well-known and established songwriters and, and some of the hopeful stars of tomorrow all, all get up on stage and uh, sort of mimic um, what, I, what I sort of relate to a, a Nashville uh, Bluebird kind of songwriter round where you get a you know, maybe three or four writers on stage at once, and they'll talk about the inspiration behind, you know, the songs and how they came to write the songs and compose them and uh, and then share the song in an, in an acoustic environment. So it's, uh, and for me as an artist and a performer and an, uh, a writer as well, it's uh, it's one of my favorite type of venues to uh, to be a part of. Absolutely, and for any beginning uh, songwriter artist to, to see those kind of things, are pretty inspiring to see... Uh, how great songs are written, to hear them. And, uh, yeah, again, I think it inspires somebody new on the scene to, to strive for what they're hearing on stage. Yeah, I always uh, tell, uh, you know, when I, I get to meet a lot of youth across Canada with the tours that I do, I, I know we'll talk about that in a moment, but, um, you know, one thing I always tell the youth that I meet is when I was first starting in the music industry, even before I got into it, when I first had that dream that I wanted to be in, in Canadian country music, uh, you know, going to events like that at the CCMAs and getting to see some of the more established songwriters and be in the same room with them was a great way to to take in a lot of experience on that and, and kind of learn a lot about how it works and whatnot. So I, I highly recommend going to the CCMAs for any, you know, uh, up-and-coming uh, artists and writers because it's a great opportunity. 
Absolutely, and they are taking place, of course, next September, uh, the uh, CCMAs for 2017. And the uh, CMAO is the Country Music Association of Ontario Awards next June, and they'll be in London, Ontario, after being in Markham, Ontario, for a a few years now. So it'll be a nice, uh, cool change of venue. Yeah, how great is that uh, since the uh, CMAO has been established? Now we've got our own uh, Ontario uh, Country Music Association just to feature all the the domestic talent we have in our province and uh you know it's a it's a really great thing yeah the cmaos and the country music association of ontario does such a great job throughout the year with the different seminars and events and then uh, capping it off with the uh awards every year and jason mccoy is the host returning next year again is just fabulous uh, a great story that you told on the show a few years ago and it was on entertainment tonight of course and uh, it was a great way to get your name out to, to more people. But the whole uh, story of a, a bulletin board, a billboard rather, uh, asking Taylor Swift if she would produce your album. Tell us a little more about that for those who haven't heard the story. Yeah, well, when I was uh, a youngster uh, moving into middle school, I, um, I entered the talent show at my new school because I, I went to a new school and I, and I didn't know anybody at the new school. And, and I had a goal. I wanted to make a lot of friends at school. So I, I thought, well, if I enter the talent show, surely I can be Mr. Popular. <laughs> but uh, it, unfortunately, it wasn't what happened because I, I ended up getting, uh, getting bullied after the talent show and, and made fun of for being a singer. And, you know, at that age, it was sort of one of those things where uh, um, maybe if I'd had a sport or something to play, I, it would have gone different for me. But being an artist or a budding artist, I should say, uh, wasn't the cool thing to do at that point in life. So... Um, you know, it stuck with me, and it was a, is something that I had to learn to work through at that age. Um, and and uh, as time went on, I um, I just uh, decided, you know, that I would pursue my music career. And, and as I got older and older, I I eventually did go to Nashville and um, and pursue it. And when I got to Nashville, coming from a small town in Ontario, I, I figured out that you know, uh, wow, there's thousands of other artists that have gone to Nashville just like me that are trying to get discovered and catch a break. Um, you know, and I, I figured, well, I need to think of something I could do that's different and unique that nobody's done before. <laughs> so I, 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 you know, I thought about it for quite a while. And then one day I got to tell you, just the idea came to me and, uh, and I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to reach out to the biggest star at that time in Nashville, Taylor Swift and, uh, yep. and appeal to her on a billboard and ask her if she'll produce my album. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Because you never know with ideas like that, and, and and tell you know the story continues, of course. Yeah, it really has. Because I, um, you, you know, now with the tours that I do now, even across Canada and visiting a lot of the schools I get to visit, um, you know, I, I I mention that story a lot of youth, and a lot of them have heard about it as well before, or they'll remember it from the news or, or whatever. It's one of those kind of things that I guess it's hard to forget, but um, <laughs> you know. I, yeah, it definitely, I remember when it went up, it was very exciting, and it was up for a whole month. It was a big billboard right on Music Row in Nashville, which wow. uh, for those of your listeners that, that aren't aware, Music Row is kind of where the whole music industry is situated in Nashville. So I, I knew there'd be a pretty good shot of Taylor Swift and her record label uh, folks seeing the billboard just because of its pure location being right near their offices there. So, um, yeah, it did end up getting, you know, long story short, the billboard was seen uh, – by Taylor and many people in Nashville and uh, was definitely uh, probably the main thing I did that uh, helped kickstart my, my career to get into the, uh, 
the crazy world of country music. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So much of it to, to get ahead is creativity. It's the talent as a foundation. But creativity like that, to, to find a way to make yourself stand out, do something a little bit different, right? Well, that's right. And, uh, um, you know, having a talent is a, is a wonderful thing. And there are so many uh, budding, talented artists uh, all across Canada and, and everywhere, really. And, um, mm-hmm. and you know, I, music's my number one thing. And it's, I love to perform and I love to compose. But uh, to make a career out of it is another thing than just doing it for fun, you know. And, and when I was a kid, it was always a really fun thing to do. But as I, as I started making trips to Nashville, coming from uh, my hometown of Ferguson, Ontario, um, I realized that if I was really going to make a career to this thing, I was going to have to get serious and, and think of some way that I could get discovered. And uh, so, I mean, the billboard was uh, a creative uh, sort of marketing thing almost that I did to, but the underlying intention behind it was really to just draw some attention to my music because ultimately mm-hmm. the whole reason I did the billboard was because I love to make music and I wanted to share my music with people. Definitely. And for anyone who is thinking about and hasn't yet gone to Nashville, even just for a trip, you know, obviously singer-songwriters go there to get closer to the music scene and make some progress. What what would you say to somebody who's planning on that to make the most out of the trip? What should they do ahead of time and what should they think of when they're there in Nashville? Well, I think you could use social media uh, or get on Google and research some of the names of, it, it, let's say it's someone coming from Canada, you know, you could research some of the other Canadians on uh, online ahead of time and find out who's in Nashville that's a Canadian. Because i got to tell you, there's a lot of Canadians that have moved down to Nashville that are, are songwriters, uh, some more established than others. And if, you, if you're brand new, maybe if you find some of the other newer Canadians that have gone down to Nashville, um, try to link up with them on Facebook or on, on, on social media somehow and send them a message. Um, the best way to introduce yourself as a budding artist and a writer, I think, is to, is to get a YouTube recording of yourself, uh, get a video performance of yourself on YouTube, and then send someone like myself or someone that's been in Nashville for a long time uh, a video link of, of, of your talent. And uh, you just never know. You might get it in front of... Uh, you know, a lot of the, you know, I'm thinking I just ran in the airport on my way up to Canada here from Nashville with Jason Blaine and uh, nice. Derek Rattan was another one. And there's a lot of other Canadians that are down there that have uh, had a lot of success. And, uh, you know, uh, most of us are, are really supportive and it's really a community family type environment. So uh, if you can get a, you know, a video representation on YouTube of your, of your talent to someone that's been in Nashville, it's a great way to open up some doors and maybe even get a, uh, a co-writing session with somebody like that. That is great advice, and we'll talk more about songwriting and co-writing after we hear your song. Ryan, let's turn to it. It's called Wear Me Out. I know that you co-wrote this song. Tell me a bit about it. Yeah, well, uh, kind of a funny thing. You know, I um, I got married in the last year, which uh, to the love of my life, and, and that's been absolutely amazing and a, and a big uh, change for me in my life. And so since I became a married man, uh, I noticed another change in my life was that, you know, my clothes suddenly started going missing all around the house. <laughs> and I wondered, well, we, you know, uh, is it the dogs or is it, oh, I guess it's my wife. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of married men out there that are listening in can relate to uh, this story about, you know, your wife uh, borrows your sweats or your your various uh, cl- articles of clothing and wears them out around the house. And so that happened to me. And so when I got together with a few of my uh, songwriting friends in Nashville, uh, we pulled the guitars out one night uh, around, around the studio 
And uh, I started telling him about how since I'd been married, you know, this was happening to me. And uh, the words Wear Me Out came out. And uh, we ended up writing what's my now my current single, uh, a song about how my clothes always get worn out. And when it comes to love, uh, you know, uh, now that I'm a married man, that gets worn out as well. (laughs) Awesome. What a great hook. I love when uh, there's a clever spin on the title like this one. Let's hear it. This is my guest, Ryan Laird. Wear Me Out, Hot in the Country. so good wrapped up in the morning sun with nothing but a smile and my sweatshirt on we could get up now and make the most of a Saturday or put down our heads stay here in bed till it's Sunday we'll sleep until the afternoon then jump in some blue jeans and slide on some tennis shoes cause you know I love that tussled hair tucked under my trucker hat those smoke show eyes peeking through my old ray bands you're looking so good that it hurts I don't mind your perfume all over my t-shirts yeah it kinda knocks me out baby when you I wear my heart out there on my sleeve But all my stuff looks so much better on you than me And I don't mind not having a thing to wear So long as you promise me that you'll be there You look so great in those fancy dancing shoes but the truth is, what I love best on you is that tussled hair tucked under my trucker hat. Those smoke show eyes peeking through my old ribbons. You're looking so good that hurts. I don't mind your perfume all over my t-shirts. Yeah, it kind of knocks me out, baby. When you trucker hat uh, those smoke show eyes peeking through my old band yeah. you're looking so good that it hurts so don't mind your perfume all over my t-shirts yeah it kinda knocks me out
And that is Ontario's own Ryan Laird, who now calls Nashville home. Of course, he tours a lot, too, so he's away from Nashville making music. Uh, the song is called Wear Me Out. Be sure to check it out uh, online at iTunes and request it at your local country station. Uh, I know that you are, uh, as I mentioned, you're away from Nashville at the moment. You're in Canada doing some tours. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm currently in British Columbia. Uh, very beautiful out here. A lot of rain since we've been here. Uh, but having a great time doing uh, doing a, a tour uh, promoting uh, my new single, Wear Me Out, that you just played, uh, doing some concert events. And I'm also doing some of, uh, some school visits as well, where I go into schools and do what's called the Bigger Than That tour. Let's talk about that now, in fact. And uh, anyone who wants to get more information and the book of that tour can go to biggerthanthat.org. Uh, so tell me about that. I know it's a youth empowerment event and you speak and you sing and you inspire tell, tell us how all that works ryan yeah well a little back history on it when i was a youngster in school uh you know as i told you earlier getting up at the talent show at, at my new school and performing um you know and, and getting made fun of after um i know what that feels like to to be a youngster in school and and have other uh kids pick on you and bully you and that kind of thing so as i became an artist later in life professionally um it inspired me to use my voice to try to give back to kids across Canada and I thought you know I'm already on the road all the time anyway as a performing artist um why not uh, most of my concerts happen at night um you know as a country artist why not uh, try to give back uh, in some of the schools across Canada uh, during the daytimes so uh, I started what's called the bigger than that tour and I wrote a batch of songs for it uh capped off by the theme song called bigger than that and if anybody wants to hear those they're uh, available on itunes or online and all the proceeds of that help to go to uh, to make the bigger than that tour possible and uh and it's a lot of fun it's about an hour-long event where we go into a, a school gymnasium or, or uh, the kind of thing and uh and i'll talk to the kids about uh my story and how i made my dreams come true i'll tell them about the billboard to taylor swift as well and and uh, and then we'll hear from the kids as well uh, through the microphone at school about some of their dreams and ambitions in their life, and I'll I'll try to help uh, motivate and inspire them to uh, to really chase after the dreams and believe in themselves, and essentially never let a bully or anyone else tell them that they're not good enough to do that, because uh, I experienced that when I was their age, as I tell them, and it's not a nice feeling, but uh, they need to know that uh, they are good enough to do it. They just have to believe in themselves and, and go make it happen for themselves. Are there certain questions that come up time and time again from young people? Maybe it's concerns, fears, maybe it's about bullying, anything that are, are recurring themes? Well, I mean, I, I get a, a really wide variety of students that I meet, uh, some more outgoing than others, some more shy than others, and that kind of thing. But um, mostly I, I get students, you know, the common theme is that, you know, they all do have a dream or a goal. Um, some of them are a little more nervous when I first, you know, start the concert at their school to put their hand up in front of everybody and, and come to the microphone and talk about it. But usually by the end of the assembly, they're all really excited because they've seen their peers get up and, and everybody wants to come up and, uh, and tell us all about their dream. And, uh, you know, if you have 500 kids in a gymnasium at a school, that's a lot of dreams to hear about. And it, it becomes really yeah. inspiring. And so usually at the end of the bigger than that event, uh, it's about an hour long. And at the end of the concert, uh, you know, it's pretty, there's a lot of enthusiasm in the room and, and a lot of kids that uh, are leaving with smiles on their faces and they're ready to go and uh, and chase their dream, no matter what it is. I, I do get to meet a lot of budding artists and uh, aspiring uh, singers and songwriters that I'll, I'll usually pull up on stage and uh, we'll have fun, uh, you know, jamming out to a song together. 
Um, oh, and sometimes they've got a they've got a different kind of dream as well. Um, and I tell them if it's unique or different, just like when I put the billboard up in Nashville to Taylor Swift, I tell them how that was a unique and different thing that I did to make you know chase after my dream to get to be a country artist. Um, no matter what their dream is, even if it's unique and different, it's okay, and it can actually be a really good thing. That is so wonderful that they're getting a chance to talk about their dreams out loud. And I think when you do that and when it's welcomed with positivity and uh, support, that it makes that dream that much more real and more achievable because, you you know, you've talked about it and shared it. Yeah, and when they get up on the microphone in front of, especially after they've heard me me talk and sing at their school, you know, an artist like myself coming in, um, it, it kind of opens up the floor to them more to know that if, well, if, if Ryan can go up there and do it, then then uh, I can do it too, you know, kind of thing. And then we'll, I'll mm-hmm. get, usually once I get that first student up in front of the whole school, uh, a whole bunch of the hands will go up after that. And a lot of them will want to come up. And uh, by being willing to talk about it like that in front of all their peers at school, um, it's a really big um, confront for them, I guess you could say, because they're, sure. they're really uh, looking at what that goal is and they're willing, by being willing to talk about it in front of everybody at school, um, you know, they're not so shy about it anymore and that kind of thing and I, I think I think they're really uh, inspired after the events over to to really chase after that dream what a great thing to do Ryan and for anybody out there whether it's a student or a teacher uh, somebody involved in a school is it uh, a matter of them contacting uh, you at bigger than that dot org to uh, begin uh, planning to book a, uh, a tour there yeah that's a great way to uh, to find us just bigger than that dot org on the internet um, my manager answers all the emails, and I try to get on there when I can, too. I'm, I'm usually on the highway touring somewhere because we keep pretty busy, but uh, we definitely love to hear from people, and uh, we do take it all across Canada. Um, this month of October, we're in British Columbia, and then we're actually coming to, to Ontario for the month of November, um, starting in the northern part of Ontario and heading south. So we do get it uh, literally all across Canada, and uh, often we have to book months in advance, but if there's a school or a uh, a school administrator that's listening in and thinks this would be something that's of interest, uh, I encourage you to contact us through biggerthanthat.org, and we'd certainly love to uh, try our best to come visit your school. That is awesome. I'm speaking with Ryan Laird. His brand-new single out of country radio is called Wear Me Out. Be sure to hit iTunes uh, and grab that song. Uh, Songwriting and co-writing is so important uh, in all genres of music, but in country music it seems to be uh, on a whole different level because writing is such a big part of the music. Uh, Tell me about songwriting and when you first started writing songs, Ryan. Well, I got my first guitar under the Christmas tree when I was seven years old, and I'd, I'd been been taking classical piano lessons for a couple of years before that. But when I got the guitar, uh, you know, I, obviously being raised on a farm in, in uh, small town Ontario, we had a lot of country music around the, the farmhouse. And, uh, you know, I, the piano wasn't quite cutting it for me for country music, even though I do love the piano. Uh, and, and that's really when I, I started picking. Um, but I didn't start writing until... I, I was about 12, and I, I, I needed a few years to really learn how to strum those chords well and whatnot. <laughs> but um, I started I started writing by myself. I was about age 12, and uh, yeah. I got to tell you, you know, the songs probably weren't the greatest. I don't know if uh, if they'd represent me well on country radio yeah. nowadays, but everybody's got to start from somewhere. And <laughs> exactly. And so exactly. I started by myself. 
<laughs> and I didn't know what to write about at that point because I, I hadn't been through a lot of relationships yet, of course. I was just a kid. But, um, but you know, the point is, you know, everybody starts somewhere, and, uh, and that's how I got my start. And I just started writing any ideas I could find. And um, one thing led to the next. And as I got through my teen years, I wrote more and more and put out a few independent albums along the way. And uh, eventually when I um, graduated at high school, and I was about 19, I think, at the time, is when I made my first trip to Nashville, and I discovered co-writing. And uh, i got to tell you, when I did my first co-writing session, um, I went to Nashville uh, with a friend of ours from Ontario named Scotty Kipfer, and, and we went down there yeah. for a week together. And I, we co-wrote three songs in one week uh, in Nashville with, uh, you know, some other professional song, Nashville songwriters. And, uh, that opened up my eyes, man, cause I'd always been writing by myself. And as soon as I discovered co-writing, it changed my whole world as a, as a creator with music because, uh, suddenly, you know, I could bounce the ideas I had off of other people and, and they shared ideas with me. And, uh, it was a really neat and, and fun experience. So I always, uh, tell people that co-writing is a great thing to do even if you prefer to write by yourself it's nice to mix it up that way and uh my new single wear me out is a is a song that i co-wrote uh with uh some pretty well-known songwriters in nashville one of them is uh a songwriter that uh has written some songs for keith urban before and uh that's the great thing about nashville is that uh you know there's such an abundance of talented songwriters there that do it professionally that uh, any budding artist, if you spend enough time in Nashville and you go out to events and you shake hands and meet people, you definitely mm-hmm. have a good opportunity to uh, to sit in a writing room with some some pretty talented songwriters. Pretty amazing, and trying to aspire to their level, or you'll be raised up a bit to their level just being in the room and learning from them. For for anyone listening who's new to co-writing and maybe is planning on doing some soon, are there rules or etiquette? for going into a co-write as far as maybe beforehand you come in with some ideas or how you approach being in in the room of a co-write? Well, it's really a personal thing, but for me, uh, I think it's always a smart idea to come in with some ideas, as you mentioned. Uh, now, that could that could be a, a list of titles or even just um, some, some, some rhythm or melody on, a, on an instrument. You know, uh, some kind of idea like that is good to come in with. Um, just so you're not there kind of scratching your head kind of thing. <laughs> I've had those kind of, kind of collaborative sessions before where we, you know, me and the co-writer both come in and maybe we were uh, worn out of ideas that day and, uh, you know, we end up just uh, drinking coffee instead or something. But the uh, whole songwriting session in Nashville goes about three or four hours. Um, not to say that it's always that way, but that's probably a, a standard. And uh, you, you book an appointment ahead of time and you go into an office building on Music Row and, and you show up and bring your guitar and your, your laptop or your notebook. And, um, you know, you hopefully have a few ideas to share with the person you're going to collaborate with, and they'll share a few with you, and then may the best mm-hmm. idea win. And uh, off to the races you go, and uh, three or four hours later, uh, sometimes if, if, if you get lucky and the stars align, then uh, you've got a brand-new baby, you've got a brand-new song. And, of course, your current radio single, which we heard on the show, is called Wear Me Out. We'll encourage our listeners to... Uh, contact your local country station email calls however you want to do it and say you want to hear that song from ryan laird uh check them out at ryanlaird.com and of course uh, if your school is interested in hosting one of his youth empowerment uh, presentations with singing and uh, speaking and our audience participation from the kids head to bigger than that.org uh ryan thanks so much for being here always a pleasure to chat 
Hey, Dave, thanks a lot for having me on. Uh, you know, you do a great job promoting Canadian country music talent, and uh, I always enjoy speaking with you. Thank you so much. That's great to hear and uh, great to chat. My guest has been Ontario's own Ryan Laird. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country.